Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, animal people, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'm happy to have you here with us today. We've got a great lineup of animal people this morning. First up is Doug Poindexter, our longtime friend from America's Family Pet Expo. This is one of the biggest animal events we have here in Orange County each year, and it's definitely one you won't want to miss. Doug will explain why. Then, after our halftime break, Carolyn Charlin from the Bunny Bunch will be stopping by to give advice about Easter bunny adoptions. It's a timely talk that we do every year, so if you're considering bringing home a bunny for the holiday, please listen carefully to what Carolyn has to say when she comes on. This and more are coming right up, so stay tuned to KJAZZ 88.1 FM, and we'll hop on back in just a moment. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewitt, and joining me now from America's Family Pet Expo is our old friend, Doug Poindexter. Good morning, Doug, and welcome back to the program. Thanks, Marie. How are you? I'm doing really well, and I am so so excited about Pet Expo this year. You guys do such a terrific job, and you get so much exposure for pets that are in rescues and shelters. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's hard to believe it's been a year already and that this is actually our 25th anniversary this year. So 25th? Wow. Can you believe that? That is amazing. I am, I'm, I'm getting really old in a heartbeat here. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. Do you have some big events planned for the no, Nothing Expo? major. I mean, it's just, you know, uh, we want to continue to do what we do and, and not, uh, you know, Part of our whole mission here with this particular show is is to educate the public about pets and find homes for unwanted pets and those kinds of things that um, are important to to to, to us and um, and so it's not something we're going to go do some big hoop to do just to do a hoop to do. It's we'd rather <laughs> put the money we'd rather put the money on the ground where people can get out and get their. Um, you know, find homes for for pets or learn about the pets that they got. Um, Absolutely. Well, I'm uh, going to give you a big hoop to do right now and say congratulations and and great job. And I hope you have 25, 100 more years. Well, I hope we hope we keep this thing. I hope I'm not here that long, but uh, <laughs> I hope it's I hope it's still going in that length of time. It's um, it's been great. I, I I actually look back on our records, and the first year we did pet adoptions, I believe, was 1995, and I believe we had six agencies and adopted 55 animals. Oh. And the last four years, I think at least, maybe it's five now, but at least the last four years, we've adopted over 600 animals over the three days each year. Wow. Just a just a small <laughs> amount of growth there in that 20 or whatever years. I would been, say so. So can you give me a hint of who's coming out to show animals this year? You know, I don't have the list in front of me of all the uh, agencies that are coming. Um, actually, I, I can probably grab a few here real quick. Okay. Uh, I, I know there's about, 40 or so, there's about 40 or so that are coming uh, wow. this year. And um, and so hopefully we'll, we'll have equal records again. But... Um, 
or break the, the people record. I don't mention are going to get mad at me now, but that's you know I'm I'm sorry if I didn't mention you. I'm just looking at one section of the, <laughs> of the you know so Beagles and Buddies are there. North Star Pet Alliance, um, California uh, German Shorter Pointer Rescue, American Black and Tan Coonhound Rescue, I Care Dog Rescue, Redlands Animal Shelter. Fast Friends, Greyhound Adoption, Rescue Me Pups, Norco, Animal Shelter, Hanging wow. with Friends, Animal Rescue. Lots and lots. Lots and lots of them there. Yeah, like I said, there's probably 40, 40 to 50 agencies that will be there doing actual adoptions and a lot more of the nonprofits that are there as well that are just educating people uh, about their organization and um, hoping to uh, find some donations to help continue their good work. That is very cool. And you know what I like about the rescues is that you have both the pure breed rescue organizations as well as the regular Heinz 57 mixed breed rescues, which yep. is really nice because if you have always wanted a particular dog, then you could probably find it at one of the purebred rescues. Right. And we and we also have 80 to 90 breeds of dogs on display as well. So from an educational, they're not allowed to sell anything, the, the, the breed clubs themselves, but they're mm-hmm. there to educate the public. So when you see this little furry brown thing and you say, oh, isn't that cute and you want to take it home, uh-huh. they're there to educate you that, you know, that's going to be a 150-pound St. Bernard in uh, in a year, <laughs> and uh, you may want to be prepared for how much food it's going to eat, how much space it's going to take, and what right. all the requirements are. And, and that's really why we started this show was, um, as you're probably well aware, with the, all the years you guys have been doing this and helping us with this, um, about 70% of the of the space in this show is donated space. So it's not a money maker for our organization. This is a way for us to give back and to educate the public and to expose them to the joys of pets, but also educate them on what's required of them to take care of it. So that if they do, if they've got one now, or if they're getting a new pet. They understand what's required of them to care, whether it's a bird, a fish, a reptile, you know, whatever it might be. Um, Speaking they of understand fish, what's required of them to take care of it and keep it for the life of that animal so oh, it doesn't end important. up back in a shelter. So Definitely. that's the key part. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. I mean, so many people adopt a pet and they don't keep it for the life of that pet, and that just breaks my heart. It just should never, ever happen. Right. And that's why many years ago back in the early 90s when we first started this, um, we sat with Liz Baranowski, who's now retired, actually, from the Pasadena Humane Society um, this year, actually. Oh, wow. Um, and, but we sat with her. She's the director, she was the VP of Education there and said, what, what are the minimum standards we should put in place to allow anybody to adopt animals? And we set a, a minimum standard of, you know, you, you've got to have uh, something from your landlord if you're renting that says you can have pets. And you've got to have you know, meet some certain criteria to make sure that, that we made as good an effort as possible to make sure these didn't end up back in a shelter later. That is really, uh, really Now good. the standards are so much higher than that. It's, you know, I don't think there's any of them that follow our minimum standards anymore. They're well above those, um, <laughs> you know, going all the way to uh, having to have home visits. And um, my poor daughter was almost not able to adopt a dog because they wanted to come out and do home visits and all this other stuff, and she was going to be gone and... and uh, well. Fortunately, it worked out, and she she has a wonderful uh, standard poodle that she actually has now that uh, that she adopted three or four years ago now from 
from Pet Expo. Very cool. Hey, you mentioned fish uh, a a few moments ago, and one of the things that I really, really enjoy at Pet Expo is your aquarium decoration contest for kids. Are you doing that again this year? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm not sure how many kids we've got signed up, but we normally have somewhere between 40 and 60 kids that um, come in, and it's great because what we do is we provide the tank um, and the filters and the pumps and the heaters and everything that's needed mechanically to take care of the um, the fish. And then the kids bring the fish and the decorations, and they come in and decorate them. Um, and then at the end of the show, they're able to take them home. So they've got themselves a new 10-gallon aquarium when they go home. So it's it's um, it, it's it's so fun to see. They are so creative. I mean, I see some they of these with, with all, you know, just it blows me away every year. I can't think of some of the specific one now, but it blows me away every year how creative these kids are with what they do and, and how fun they are to, and how excited it is. We had a kid, uh, I guess it was last year, that shows up early, long before the start time uh-huh. <laughs> to be there. I mean, it was like the, at 8 in the morning, <laughs> and, and it, was, it was supposed to be there at noon or something, I don't remember what it was now, but his mom says she got up in the middle of the night, and her son was fully dressed and sitting there on his bed. <laughs> ready to go to set up his tank. And she said, no, honey, it's, you know, we've got a few hours yet to go back to sleep. Um, but they get so excited about it and have so much fun doing it. Um, and then, they, of course, they get to take, take home with them. And, and it's, there again, it's another great opportunity for kids to learn about responsible pet care and, and, and what's required of them to, to take care of an animal, learn empathy, learn that responsibility, learn life lessons if they don't do something right what the consequences are and how they can fix that. And all of that is all part of that whole purpose of the show to, um, to allow that to happen. That so. is really cool. And another thing that goes on at, at the show is if you already have a pet and you want to spoil it rotten with lots of goodies and uh, treats. Well, we, if you can't find it here, it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, there's, there's so many different people there with commercial products. I can't, uh, you know, there's... Like you know, several hundred um, exhibitors there that are that have different products and stuff available. So it's it's um, it's, it, it's a great place to yeah. If yeah. you want to spoil your pets, you probably got a good place to come. <laughs> and so. if you're one of those pet parents who likes to dress up your animals, they have clothes in all sizes from tiny little Chihuahua all the way on up to Saint and Bernard. If you just want to put your favorite pet on you, you've got they've got all kinds of uh, human clothing and jewelry and stuff as well that uh, you can have your specific uh, species uh, of jewelry or T-shirt or whatever the case might be to wear around as well. That's so. right. It can all be customized, and there's there's pet beds, and there's all kinds of really nice gourmet food, and everything you could possibly imagine is at Pet Expo. And then we throw in a little entertainment at the same time. Oh, hey, what do you have on the agenda this year? Well, uh Joe Crofwell, the Birdman of Las Vegas, will be back again, and I know everybody really loves his um, his free flight bird show. He's terrific and, and raises uses that avenue to raise funds to help condors oh. um, and rescue condors and, and, and help the condor project. Oh, awesome. So, so that's you know that's great as well. We've got the uh, Extreme Canine Stunt Dog Show this year that'll be doing like a triathlon uh, where they've got to go through the run and they. Frisbee, and they um, uh, now it's left me the um, when they race. Um, 
uh, each other on, in, you know, and go down and grab the tennis ball and come back. Oh, okay. And, and I okay. uh, can't think of the name of it now. It's just totally Agility, but, probably. But, and it's agility, and it's all that together. And then they also will do high jumping and uh, wow. lots of fun things there to, to see as well. Splash Dogs will be back, so we can see Oh, them, that's always really fun. Yeah, you know, watch them leaping off the dock and into the water, chasing <laughs> after something, and uh, see how far they can go, which is always fun. And the police dog demonstrations, which just shows all the great work these um, these animals do for the police department and, and helping keep our community safe. Absolutely. I don't know if you heard about Bruno, the police dog, who was shot uh, recently and, and how the the news has been uh, putting the spotlight on him and other police dogs and how they risk their lives for the the public and, and what amazing animals they all are and, and how the public came and rallied around, Bruno. Yes, yes. I, I, I saw tid, tidbits of it as I was running around getting getting to work in the morning. So it's... It's quite, um, quite a story, and Bruno yeah. is an amazing, amazing boy, and he's uh, making a pretty great recovery. Yeah, it sounds like he's making a good comeback, so that's great. Anyway, let's give your website out so that people can find out all the information about Pet Expo because we're almost out of it's, time. It's PetExpoOC.org, O-R-G. PetExpoOC.org. And the dates again? It's uh, April 20, Friday, April 25th through Sunday, April 27th at the OC Fair and Event Center in Costa Mesa. Fabulous. Doug, it's always so much fun talking with you, and the time just flies. And I want to thank you so much for stopping by the Pet Place today. Thank you for having us. We need to take a very quick break now, but when we return, Carolyn Charland of the Bunny Bunch will be by to explain everything you need to know about rabbit adoption and why bringing a bunny home for Easter may not be the right thing to do. So keep your radio tuned to KJAZZ 88.1 FM, and we'll be right back with more of the Pet Place. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'd like to welcome Carolyn Charlin of the Bunny Bunch to the program. Good morning, Carolyn. Hello, thank you very much for having me. Well, you know, I always like to get you on the show this time of year because a lot of people are thinking about bringing home a cute little furry baby bunny to their little kids for Easter. And I know that you and I both really don't think that's a great idea. That is very, very correct. Yes, a lot of people um, have a misconception about how it is to care for a rabbit. So one thing we ask everybody to do is to go to a rabbit rescue or our adoption centers or do research online to really learn about caring for a rabbit before you even think about going to get one to bring home, and especially for a child because children cannot look after rabbits. That is so true. I mean, everybody thinks of rabbits as being the perfect little pets for a kid. But rabbits, if a child holds a rabbit, they're likely to get scratched up like crazy as soon as the rabbit squirms. And it's going to squirm because it's going to be afraid because a child can't adequately support a rabbit. That's very correct. And what we suggest is that, you know, for Easter time, get a chocolate rabbit for your child. Get your fluffy toy rabbit for there your you child. Go. There you and go. when they're older, you know, we suggest, you know, in te- early teens is the time you could think about getting a rabbit if it's right for your home because they do have to live indoors, they can't live in cages, and they do chew. 
Well, let's talk about cages. I know so many people who have what they call a pet rabbit, but they leave it in the backyard in a wire hutch where it gets little to no attention day after day during its entire miserable life. And, and that just, it's horrifying to me. It is. It's terrible. And also, rabbits can't take the heat. So um, here in Southern California and all of the United States in the summer, it's too hot and rabbits actually end up dying of heat stroke, let alone uh, to talk about predators that are out there. People often don't know the predators that are in their yard, even in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, a rabbit that lives outside in a hut generally has a very short lifespan and a very sad life. It's a very sad life because rabbits, contrary to popular opinion, are are very social. They love to play. They love to explore. They're not necessarily going to be like a, a dog or a cat that wants to snuggle with you, but they like hanging out with you, and, and they're really cool little guys if they're given the opportunity to have their personality blossom, and it's not going to blossom if they're stuck in a cage all day. Exactly, and we suggest that rabbits live indoors as house rabbits. It's very important to have them spayed or neutered, not just because of breeding, but for health and behavioral reasons. A spayed or neutered rabbit will use a litter box, much like a cat will, so that makes it a lot easier to have it in your house. And also, um, as I said, rabbits are big chewers, so that's something people really need to know, um, how to rabbit-proof your house before you do bring a rabbit into the house. And you're, you're right. They are absolutely wonderful, friendly animals. And when you're talking about rabbit-proofing, you want to make sure you don't have exposed wires anywhere that they can chew through. You probably want to be real careful with your baseboards because that's something they like to chew. (laughs) Yes. You have to really prepare an area for a rabbit to make sure you don't have any damage and also that it's a nice, safe, and secure area. That's correct, and um, one of the things we do at Bunny Bunch is we ask people to come in and we show them how to rabbit-proof their home. We also have mm. samples of the proper setup for rabbits, such as a large exercise pen and a large litter box, a hidey house, and lots of toys to play with. So uh, rabbits need to be entertained. They get very bored just left by themselves, and they do absolutely wonderful living as pairs or trios. Okay, so you do want to get a, a pair of rabbits, not just one, if you decide to adopt a bunny. Definitely, and it's best to get them rabbits that are already living together and bonded. Of course, when you go to rescues and a lot of the shelters now, the rabbits are already spayed or neutered. You can't just pick two rabbits and put them together. Mm -hmm. They're likely to fight because of territory. But once uh, you get a bonded pair of rabbits, that means they've already been through bonding, and they actually generally bond for life. And they look after each other in old age. They groom each other play together. There's nothing like watching rabbits interact together. Oh, that is so sweet. Do rabbits bond with any other animals? Can If you have a cat, for example, are they um, able to get along? You know, they can get along. I have cats and rabbits, um, but they don't bond the same as a rabbit to rabbit. So with cats, it's very important that you trim the cat's nails because cats are curious and often will want to put their little paw in there. Um, but they do... <laughs> For the proper introduction, they do fine in the same home, but we do suggest the rabbit does live with another rabbit whenever possible. Okay, and how about safety with regards to dogs? Is it okay to have a rabbit in a dog household? Um, it just depends. There are some situations where that absolutely can't happen. Um, some dogs have a very high instinct, a predator instinct to go after a rabbit. Mm-hmm. Other dogs are very friendly and want to play with a rabbit, not knowing that it's not one of their squeaky toys. <laughs> and so you can imagine what can happen. So we do 
um, suggest definitely when you go to a rescue, and if you do have a dog, we actually do a meeting where we have the rabbit set up in an exercise pen. We do this outside in the courtyard, and the dog on the leash just walking by as if it was on a walk Mm -hmm. to see the reaction. And then we just slowly get a little closer. You don't want to scare the rabbit because, you know, rabbits can actually die of a heart attack from fright. So there's a whole process, too much to explain on the phone, but that's something we definitely feel strongly about because you do not want, um, you know, an accident to happen. Wow, that's kind of uh, a little scary there. (laughs) They can die die of fright, literally. Yes. My goodness. So if you have a house rabbit and you were talking about litter box training, how do you go about that process? Well, actually, rabbits naturally like to go to the bathroom in the same place, and they're very clean animals. So all you have to do is have your rabbit spayed or neutered, and you need to have a big litter box, bigger than a cat litter box. The rabbit needs to be able to lay down fully stretched out in it, and you put some rabbit face litter in the bottom and pile a litter box full of hay. Rabbits like to graze and poop at the same time. So right away, they'll jump (laughs) into the box, start eating the hay and pooping. Lovely. In and one it's not, side, out but, the other. Yeah, and it's not dirty that they're eating out of the litter box and pooping in there because rabbits actually have a poop called a cecotrope, which they actually eat to keep their GI tract and flora all intact. Oh, that's really interesting. You know, I think I've seen at at one of your locations that you actually have some books on rabbit care. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. So you have a little store and everything at your adoption facilities? We do. We have one in Fountain Valley and one in Montclair. We have our rescue centers there. We also hold classes there. And Bunny Bunch Boutique has a store there, too, where we have everything for rabbits, guinea pigs, and chinchillas. Oh, excellent. So you can you can get your training right then and there with actual people who will help you out. You could get some resource books. And when you're absolutely ready, you can pick out the bunny of your dreams. That's correct, and we also do free nail trims for people that already have rabbits that have a hard time doing it. Oh, so if you adopt a bunny, you can bring it in for maintenance? <laughs> yeah, exactly, but you don't even have to adopt it from us. Anybody that has a rabbit is welcome to come in. Oh, that's We love nice. teaching people and, you know, offering good services for them. Do you have an online presence, too, where somebody can look at pictures of bunnies that are available and find information, the, the stuff we've been talking about today, for example? Yes, we do. If you go to bunnybunch.org, that's our website where we have lots of care information. And then bunnybunchboutique.com is the store and also has some great photos of examples of living quarters for rabbits. Oh, excellent. Can you order some of the things from the store online or is that just you have to go in in person to go shopping? Um, You can order online. We actually ship all over the world. Oh, wow, that's fabulous. (laughs) Yes. Now, your Fountain Valley facility just opened about a year ago or so? Yes, about a year and a half now. Wow, and how's it been doing? It's fantastic. We've been able to rescue so many rabbits out of the local shelters there and also help a lot of the local people. Um, It's going great. Of course, we always need donations to keep going. Absolutely. How could somebody donate if they wanted to? Um, They can go to bunnybunch.org and click on Donate, or they can come in and visit the rabbits and give a donation during open hours. You know, that would be an excellent Easter present, too. If you didn't want to get an actual bunny, you could actually donate to the Bunny Bunch in somebody's honor for, for Easter, and that would be a cute little certificate to add to an Easter basket that they're, they're being honored 
at the Bunny Bench. Yeah, that would be fantastic, and uh, they would be able to come in and visit the Bunny there, too. Oh, very cool. That is really nice. Out of all of your experiences, all of your adoption experiences from years gone by, what has been your most cherished memory? Well, actually, um, gosh, what comes to mind is a very recent one. We were able to rescue a rabbit. It was a very, very bad situation. Um, he's a very lucky rabbit, though. He was actually scheduled to be euthanized at a shelter. Aww. Luckily, it wasn't done, and they ran out of time. We got him the next day. The people that had him, had, he was totally emaciated, kept Aww. falling over, full of fleas, ear mites. We didn't know if he was going to make it. So we took him in last Thursday, and today he's doing fantastic. Oh, that's fabulous. And so he's ready for a home now. Well, he isn't, actually. Because of how bad he was, the shape he was in, it's going to take about four to five months to get him 100%. Oh, wow. But we know for sure he's going to make it. So you'll so be covering he will all have his... a happy life. <laughs> I'm sure he will. And you'll be covering all his veterinary costs between now and then. That is correct, and you can see little videos of him on our Bunny Bunch Facebook page. Oh, okay, so is that just facebook.com slash Bunny Bunch? Yes. Oh, that's easy enough. Yes. <laughs> can people post their own little adoption stories on your Facebook page? Um, yeah, we do have an area where the public can post, and we actually post a lot of rabbits on there that are looking for homes. We also post about our events, so it's a great, great place to um, get good information. What is your big event that's coming up? Um, we have a spring Easter event. It's coming up on April 12th and 13th, and it's at both our locations. We have an absolutely gorgeous photo set full of flowers, and you can bring your rabbits, guinea pigs, chinchillas in for a photo shoot. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, $10 donation. You get a lovely color photo. You get to pick the photo. I love doing photography, so I'll be doing the photos. And we're also having a bunny bake sale where we've got bunny cupcakes and all kinds of fun things. And they're not um, made out of bennies. <laughs> no, not at all, just bunny shapes. <laughs> and then we'll also uh, be having a chocolate Easter bunny awareness program that weekend, too, where you can give a donation for a chocolate Easter bunny, and it has a message on the back about not buying real rabbits for Easter. Oh, that's awesome. Carolyn, I'm so glad you had the chance to stop by and give the annual lecture, if you will, about Easter bunnies. And hopefully people will really consider what it takes to be a good bunny parent and not just jump into the situation. Yes, we hope so. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist the pen. <laughs> we need to take our final break of the morning, but don't go away because we'll be right back with Pet Place News and Events here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. <laughs> Back on the Pet Place Radio Show, I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. Now, here's something I'm going to be talking about every week for a while to make sure the word is out. If you have adopted a pet from a shelter or rescue, the Pet Place wants to hear from you. We're producing a very special documentary about the amazing companions that shelter and rescue pets make. So, while we're at Pet Expo at the Orange County Fairgrounds from April 25th, through the 27th, we'll be recording your stories in our booth. If you want to go on camera and aren't shy with your storytelling, then write to us at petplaceradio at gmail.com and we'll get you scheduled. We have time slots available throughout the Pet Expo weekend, 
but write to us now to ensure you get a time that's convenient for you. We'll take a limited number of walk-ins at the event, but to secure your spot, make sure you send an email to petplaceradio at gmail.com. Well, that's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on KJAZZ 88.1 FM. I'm Marie Hewitt. Please, spay or neuter your pets, and have a wonderful day. Thank you.